Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It is Dom time. Uh, momentarily, we're going to talk with one of the leaders, clergy, over the weekend, uh, statewide, very concerned still about not vouchers, but educational freedom to go to a school where you're at least safe. Josh Shapiro avoided a rebuke from Pennsylvania Democrats, though, over school vouchers who don't like the fact that he supports this. So it is a big political divide. And uh, coming up, I happen to see this this morning, an old article that I kept. When we talk about inflation, I remember the response. And I have a little bit more on it when I found an article where a Levittown house, Levittown, is listing for $700,000 in Levittown. And the headline was, when will we see the first $1 million house in Levittown, of all places? Yes. And that's crazy because Levittown was one of those towns that was specifically built with similar houses all throughout the town, right? Yeah, the post Like for middle class. Yes, that's the uh, epitome of a certain middle middle class not upper middle or not even leaning anywhere toward that dan you know mow that postage stamp lawn that's the epitome of levittown the levittowns there were several of them all right uh we're joined by uh the reverend uh pastor or reverend joshua c robertson who um wrote an editorial that i happened to see in the pennsylvania papers he wrote, um, Pennsylvania's reached a critical moment in education. 33 high schools have zero students performing grade-level math. Six have no students reading at grade level. Things are more desperate in communities of color. Only 13% of black children in the Harrisburg School District are proficient in English language arts. It's even worse for math. Only 2.8% are proficient. All right? Just to zone in on one school district that's not just Philadelphia. All right, so what's the answer to it? Well, we know the answer, but we know that uh, at least to this point, it's been stymied. People don't want to do anything about this that would be effective. Uh, Joshua C. Robertson is the senior pastor of the Rock Church of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He joins us here on Talk Radio 1210. Pastor, welcome in. Merry Christmas, and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. I appreciate you all for just the opportunity to come on and share with you all. Well, um, I feel your pain in this. I'm a former educator, Pastor, uh, and uh, over the years, 
uh, here you probably know in Philadelphia, but Harrisburg is smaller but has very much the same problems. We have about 40,000 people on the waiting list uh, just to get into various charter schools. We probably have a whole lot more that would want to go to some kind of private school of some sort if we uh, release them. Uh, You write that schools in Harrisburg are not safe. The district, which isn't that big, reported 154 fights, 31 assaults on staff, and 94 assaults on students. Students outside of Harrisburg are also experiencing the same violence. So that's the real baseline. I was a teacher for a number of years. If you can't go to school where there's not pretty much a good chance of violence or out-of-control behavior, you're not going to learn anything. Absolutely. I mean, it's, in, it's, it's really impossible to think that a child is going to learn proficiently, effectively, and, and you know, if the goal is preparing them to be scholars, to be academicians, to be, you know, contributors to society in a positive way, um, to be global competitors and go- global collaborators, if that's the goal, then the context and the environment that these children are in, you know, while they're being educated is vitally important. And it's hard to do that if you if you feel the threat of, you know, potentially getting into a physical altercation or you are suffering the trauma of seeing those things done to other people. Um, and so safety is critical, critically important um, for our children. And, and I think that we, we need to just be very honest about that, speak the facts compassionately, knowing that I do believe that people, even in those settings, are trying their best to educate Um but, you know, ultimately, we got to figure out solutions because uh, trying our best, you know, just doesn't get it done. You also write in this editorial that uh, per pupil spending now has increased to $21,263 in 2021 to 2022. Overall state support of education is up 55.7% over the last decade. And that's been one of Shapiro's things in some of these deals uh, to up that even more. And you have uh, skin in the game in that you established the Rock City Learning Center for students age 7 to 18. So what do you then, from a religious point of view, bring in all this and also education, what is it you think should be done and why isn't it being done? Well, I think that there needs to be a robust offering of education providers um, the, the reality is the legacy of the United States is, is really hinged upon our creativity, our collaborative spirit, and the ability to operate within a free market. And, but we don't use that same genius that we have that makes us the United States in education. Um, and, and the reason why we don't do it is because education in the United States is a partisan issue uh, when it should be a nonpartisan issue. The reality is as a Listen to this alarming statistic. There's 195 countries in the world. We ranked 121 out of 195 as far as literacy. So education, period, in America needs reform. And it does not need um, for those who are in office, our lawmakers, um, our education shouldn't be reduced to a battle between Democrats and Republicans. Education needs to be a nonpartisan issue where we're thinking creatively and collaboratively of how we can educate our kids and prepare them for a future that they can be successful with. 
All right. Well, well, let's talk about that, though, because I I have skin in the game, longtime teacher. I'm used as an education analyst. I'm a conservative. I'm a talk show host. And I would maintain uh, Republicans, by and large, you know, I'm not saying all of them have uh, just the intended motives that we'd want. But by and large, they want to offer places like yours support. Uh, We want to have Mm -hmm. choice. That's that's the major thing. And sadly, it's the teachers' unions, not the individual teacher. You made a good point that I've worked in school districts, very tough. It wears on you day to day. But the teachers' unions are opposed. They just want more funding for the public schools. Sure. Well, again, that's why I mentioned the collaborative spirit, right? Because my thing is, however the public schools are doing there there's some children who are doing well that come from the public schools so i don't think there's anything wrong with celebrating those who do well my thing is what about the kids who are not doing well and and having services that wrap around them and if the if the answer to that was more money um the reality is we would have done that by now because we have increased in spending in Mm -hmm. fact pennsylvania i think is ranked number eight in the nation um as far as spending per pupil um, so it's not more money. I think the, the the reality is we need better education. We need – how about this? Instead of better education, I think that we should make education providers um, compete by giving parents the choice yes. as to where they want to send their kids. Because if education providers had to compete for their students, then they would offer the best education. Well, we're, they, we're, they we're in agreement. Okay. We're, we're in agreement, and I, I and I respect you not wanting to make it partisan. But to me, it is the Democrat Party. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Reverend, because you were a really busy guy over the weekend. They came pretty close the the Democrat Party of the state to rebuking mm-hmm. their big guy, the governor, who's someday going to run for president. And at the last minute, they didn't do it because he supports what you and I do, which is school choice. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, I think people have to live with, with their conscience and people have a set of values that they hold to. And some some are proponents of um, public school education. And I know that the dynamic of the teachers union is 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 significant in Pennsylvania, where I think Black Pastors United for Education has a unique role in this is our nonpartisan participation in this allows us to be neutral and try to bring both parties in the room to try to have meaningful conversation. Mm-hmm. But, well, well, but let, let, me ask you on, let me ask you on that, though, because mm-hmm. I think that is unique. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk with you. But in that sure. role, then, what do some of these, you don't have to name names, but some of these Democrats, particularly if they're African-American, I mean, what do they tell you? How in the world could you continue to support this when you have individuals like you and you run a school, et cetera, that get it, that choice is the only way out of this. Sure. I, I honestly think that it's, it's more political than anything. The, I've spoken to several um, Democratic lawmakers who, if not that they don't agree with school choice or, you know, or, or you know, parents having the choice to, to choose what school they want to go to, it's more so if they want to stay in office, they know what they have to do. And so I look at it and say, okay, well, if we inform congregations throughout the state of Pennsylvania that make up the parents 
in the community at large that, that really have a vested interest in our children being educated. And we inform them as to the laws that govern education and empower them to vote in a way that protects education freedom. I think that that's how we can give those who are on the Democratic side the, the, the ability to stand up for school choice and not have to worry about will they get reelected because of, you know, outside pressure. So okay, I think the, well, the responsibility well, look, I, I, is, is not right. so much on the Democratic Party as it is on on building up a constituency of informed voters that will protect our interests at the voting poll. Well, you're saying then make this one of the prime issues about whom you vote for. And I couldn't agree more whether you're a parent or a grandparent or people uh, like you, they're involved in this. That ought to be one of the number one issues, the future of your child. And we both agree the only way to ensure that is to have a lot more choice, particularly in a place like Harrisburg, Philadelphia, Norristown. So, uh, Pastor, I commend you. Thank you for uh, coming on. And uh, again, uh, we'll be watching. Keep us in your loop. Let us know of the next steps of what your group is engaged in. Absolutely. I really appreciate um, the ability to come on, you know, and, and speak to this issue. It's near and dear to my heart. In fact, I believe that education is the 21st century civil rights movement. It um, is. I, I really do. And I think that, you know, there has to be reform. We're committed to do it. We're poised to do it. Um, and I just appreciate an opportunity like this to speak uh, and on behalf of those who are fighting for change in America. Well, to be continued, Pastor, honored to have you today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, sir. All right, there is the pastor. Stan, I didn't want to involve him. In it. You know, he's, he's talking to various black Democrats, et cetera. The guy who held everything up the last time is a guy named Matt Bradford, who used to come on the show. He's a white guy out in Montgomery County who heads up the House, and he refused to allow it to come up for a vote. All right? I've written about him. We've called him. He used to come on, Dan. Now, all of a sudden, ask him again. You know, why is it? I'll put it to him that way. Why is it you want to black, uh, stop black kids from having a good future? That's what it comes down to, to me. The pastor's in a different role there. But that's what it comes down to. Why would you not give them this choice? And it's not just the teachers' unions and money and all that. It's ideological. They just are going to go down with the ship with the public schools. That's what it comes down to. That would be giving in to conservatives or libertarians or something. They think Republican Party. Republican Party's not good on this. It's conservatives who get it. Choice. The more choice in this is the way to go. All right. Uh, coming up. But- nice. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. We got more on the breaking news that happened right at the top of the show today. Pope Francis that I usually differ with on the time of day or different languages that he says goofy things in has done something today. And Dan and I were a little bit different on it. All right. We had a guy out of the box who was fired up and said there's going to be fewer Catholics in the pews now. I'll tell you what that is from Pope Francis. But first, it's our daily occurrence on time today, too. That's shocking. It's the Money Melody. All right. Uh, we're playing today for that Christmas bundle uh, again. And that is you'll win a holiday digital movie classics bundle, a Christmas story, the Polar Express. A National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Dan, what's your backstory today? Knowing how much our audience loves this voice, I, I know it's a golden voice, and I'm honestly dead surprised that the name has not been said yet. So, Dom, we're going to play back a cover song by a golden voice, and we want to know who it is today singing the song. I don't want to give away too much because it's very distinct, but uh, take a listen, Dom, and see if the listeners can tell us who it is singing this version of the Eagles' Desperado. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so I really like this. Elaine Bennis did it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you're a hard one, but I knew that you've got your Talk about clean voices. Reasons. These things that are pleasing you can hurt you somehow. Ah, I have no clue, but beautiful rendition of it. Uh, you don't remember that from Seinfeld, Witchy Woman? No. Elaine wanted that to be her song because the guy <laughs> she was dating, was it the Carl Farman guy, would not allow uh, to share that song. It's just his song. When it come on, he would sit there and just be entranced by it. I love your depth of Seinfeld knowledge. Yes. It's amazing. Uh, it always comes in. I can relate it to anything, anywhere. Never been stumped on a question either. From Seinfeld that we've done it. Now they tried right. to trick me over the years. We did a shootout one day. Couldn't do it. We should uh, do a side question of calling with a trivia yeah. question from Seinfeld and try to stumble. Oh, them. man. I got to sweat over the holidays. <laughs> Keep that streak going. I choose not to run, to quote Jerry from Seinfeld. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're looking for that singer covering that beautiful song. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. That's right. Every day at about 2.13 or so, uh, Dan hits us with a backstory, playing for a great prize today. All right, Desperado, let's hear a little of the voice. Don't your feet get cold in the wintertime? The sky won't snow and the sun won't shine. It's hard to tell the nighttime from the day. All right, let's try Diane in Gloucester, in Gloucester or Gloucester Township, Gloucester, New Jersey. Gloucester Township. Uh, Gloucester Township, Mayor Mayor, say hello to him. Wish him Merry Christmas for me, <laughs> Mayor Mayor. Is he going to cancel okay. Christmas as he did Halloween? <laughs> All right, Diane, who is the singer? 
I just think it's Karen Carpenter. All right. I would not have guessed that, but you are absolutely right. We'll put you on hold. Get all your information. Yeah, I saw, looking, knowing we were going to do this today, great voices. And Karen Carpenter's was on the list. I never thought that much of it. I, I love Karen Carpenter's voice. I, I don't know what it is. There's like a warmth to it. There's right. a clarity to it. And I, I think there's an entire generation that just loves her. But the, the reason why I do it is I just want to recognize every time one of the Carpenter's Christmas songs comes on, you got to crank that thing up because it's just so well done musically. And then with Karen's voice, it's just it's amazing. So I just want to give some credit to Karen Carpenter. But yeah, congratulations. Golden voice of Karen Carpenter. All right. Nicely played. We'll do it all again tomorrow with another backstory based upon any number of things. All right. 855-839-1210. So we have um, our side question today. Golden voices, either speaking or singing, whichever it might be. Uh, let's go to Leslie in Bryn Mawr. Here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Leslie, afternoon. Aloha. 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 I got blown out, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, that was. Yeah. Uh, What's going on? Where were your troops, Leslie? Yeah, yes. <laughs> in a rally. I, I, guess they, I guess they don't weekend tweet. <laughs> That's what it is. They're All right, well, uh, we have, well, Scott of Mount Laurel rolling forward. We'll see what happens. You were the only female in the yep. uh, bunch here. Yep, so, so that's I, I quite take a that as the win. Yes. That's the win for me. <laughs> exactly right. Well, if we did this, I'd love to have, the next time we have an event, all of these voices together in one place. We'd pack them in, and then we'd, oh, uh, be we'd see. Oh, yes. Be I can't amazing. even. Uh, because <laughs> Je- we were talking today, Leslie, Joe of Exton is coming out of the shell. His answer the other day was wearing a beret. So <laughs> yes, we're starting I heard to, that. Yeah, yes. We're starting to see what this guy's all about. <laughs> he he was probably rocking a, a headband and tie dye back in the sixties. <laughs> That's a new, it's a new yeah. angle of show we're here yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many of those sixty hippies are today's big capitalists? So uh, nothing's wrong you know. with the cut-off jean bathing suit. I'll just state that here. I should have said that the other day. You think Joe wears a cut-off jean bathing suit? No, I did. Oh, you yeah, did. Course, you yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. Of Wait. No, those are just cut-off jeans. It's not a bathing suit. Well, to go in the ocean, all sure. Well, are basketball shorts a bathing suit? When I wear basketball no, shorts in the ocean, you can see through them and all. Come on. <laughs> we don't want to have any. We're not Democrats here now. Let's not lose our heads. Senate Chambers. Yes. Uh, so my answer to the question today is Barry White. Oh, yeah, all time. I mean, come on. Who, nobody can replicate that voice, speaking or singing. Great True. Answer. Great, Great answer. answer. Thanks, answer, Leslie, Leslie, very much. Dan, we didn't announce, so have you put it up on Twitter? It's a 2 o'clock hour. I did. The final matchup is here, Doug. Yes. Right now, we got the Battle of the Northeast. Bruce in the Northeast versus Earl and Tacconi. Semifinals, two of the final four. Big, big matchup here, man. This is like Ali versus Frazier. Any results? Uh, so far, Earl's got an early lead, 62.5%. The Bruce is 37.5%. But the voting's still early, so we'll go vote. Vote often? Is that what, what it is? Vote early, vote often. There it is, yes. At Dom Show 1210, at Dom Show 1210. I'd have to call this for Earl of Tacconi. It was my initial line, but Bruce I, is a character. I mean, I thought it was going to be Earl versus Joe in the final. I, That's what I thought it was. You know, I'm already shocked. You know, yeah. Scott, the underdog's making some yeah. waves here. 
Now, I detect in the accent, well, we know that the, it's the Earl of Tacconi. Bruce has a higher Northeast Philadelphia accent to my ear. You think okay? so? Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll have to get his background at some point. I have no accent. I'm, I'm from South Philly. Uh, let's go to Bruce in the Northeast on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Bruce, good afternoon. Hey, Dom, how you doing? That was Karen Carpenter. They said she had the voice of an angel, I remember somebody saying. Yes, and you have the voice of a... Uh, Northeast Philly resident. North East Philly resident. <laughs> hey, no, you, you have the voice of an angel of a various kind of strip malls. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Northeast Philadelphia. Oh, you're right about that. There's yeah. plenty of strip malls. Every yeah. time a cheesesteak served, Bruce yes. gets his wings. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, Dom, I thought you were going to jump out of your chair and go over and slap Matt O'Donnell yesterday when he addressed you as John. John, in the beginning, you remember yes, that? Yes, he messed up. P-O-M. Yeah, we made note. I was ready to have that uh, sound play, and then he corrected himself, certainly. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, he, he yeah. is every bit as a guy that you see on TV, a better guy behind the scenes. I mean that. He is really. Yeah. That's why Philadelphia well, loves him. He seems that way, you know, yeah. when you listen yeah. to him soon. Uh, my answer today is uh, it's not a golden voice. In fact, he's kind of like the king of quirkiness. That would have been Tiny Tim. That's a distinct Ooh, voice. Like so, so, Bruce, yeah. uh, what, at what section of uh, Northeast Philadelphia are you? We got t- t- I'm coming. way up near the end of the city. Yes, up, I knew it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Rose and Rose and Rose and Rose. All right, gotcha. The Martina White, uh, the one safe area in Philadelphia, relatively. All right, versus Tacconi. That's the match. Gary coming up, too, has got a great one, Dan, because it's a great voice and it's got some twist to it. All right, one uh, one quick thing to uh, catch you up on. At the top of the show, and we had quite a response, still getting response at social media, Pope Francis, who right from the beginning, if you remember, I mean, almost like right out of the box, when he wrote his, I think it was 98 page or 96, was it a booklet or an encyclical about climate? The first thing he does out of the box, attacking air conditioning has been very, very difficult to get through. You know, you try to kid yourself and say, well, how much power does the Pope roll? He still has a lot of influence. But the upside of the Pope then was that he was down to earth and connected with people. At least we believe that in the beginning. So, it's on his brand, Dan, that he has formally approved this change in Vatican policy that allows priests to bless same-sex couples with a new document, uh, and he says they shouldn't be, to get God's love and mercy, shouldn't be subjected to an exhaustive moral analysis. Now, the document repeats and reaffirms that marriage is a lifelong sacrament between a man and a woman. So this is not a marriage. It stresses that blessings in question must be non-liturgical in nature, okay? And should not be conferred at the same time as a civil union using set rituals or even with the clothing and gestures that belong in a wedding. So you can't come dressed up, the uh, gay couple, as if it's in a wedding. Now, those are specifics. But, Dan, you oppose if it's done in church, right? Yes, within the walls of a Catholic church. And I said that because 
me and Maisie recently got married and we did it in a Catholic church and we had to jump through tons of hoops just to make sure, you know, that we were following the Bible, how it should be, uh, raising our kids uh, in the mm. eyes of like, God and all. And I, I just think this is, uh, it, it, it goes against their traditional idea of marriage as a sacrament. And I... I just don't see it as right being done inside the walls of a church, but I have no problem with recognizing and blessing those that choose to go this path. All right. So yeah, I'm on board with it. Uh, and in the past, if you said that 10 years ago, five years ago, even maybe people would not be. Is this a good position for the Catholic Church to be in? Now, uh, is any of this related to the priest scandal, take the heat off, or is it uh, Francis's legacy, his personal effect around this? Uh, prior to this, if I had to summarize, what is their position? Uh, love the sinner, hate the sin. All right. Uh, anything that's gay by offering a blessing to it, that is a step forward. Now, do I think this means they're going to be endorsing? We're going to see same sex marriage. No, don't see that. But we are going to hear over the next uh, six months or so uh, in our area. People saying, well, I saw this happen or that happen or in my parish this has happened. We had a guy already call in and say, you wonder why there are fewer people in the pews when it comes to the Catholic Church. Well, let me tell you why I think there are fewer people in the pews. One, the priest scandal was huge. Two, Francis has driven away traditional Catholics with a lot of things that I object to that he said over the course of time, is this something that's going to drive more Catholics away? I don't see it that way. All right? But if you think, yeah, this is just more of the same kind of things. Now, even though the church, I haven't seen the numbers in our area specifically, worldwide maybe isn't like the uh, golden days of the Catholic church. They're such a powerhouse in different places in the world, South America for some time, et cetera, that the numbers, I think, still exceed a billion people. So that's a major player. You know, and Dan, who can name uh, the only one, if you ask people, who's the major religious figure in the world? They know the Pope. They probably knew Billy Graham. I don't even know if they would say Franklin Graham now. Who would you name if asked, who is a top 10 religious figure? Who Dalai Lama. Say? Yeah, the Dalai, okay, yeah, that's an unusual That's, a, that's yeah. it, though, the Dalai Lama and the Pope. That's all I could think of. Yeah, and certainly people don't go, let's see, the Dalai Lama, then the Pope. No, everybody knows, yeah. even just the words, the Pope. Yeah, whoever the Pope is at the time, doesn't matter. Dalai Lama's a good answer. And then there's Richard Gere, since he's the confidant of the Dalai Lama. That is one of the weirdest uh, associations, things that's gone on. I give Richard Gere, by the way, Dan, an unsung hero award because he's been blackballed from film. Imagine a star that big at one point. Now he's older and all that. I get it. But do you know why he's blackballed? No, why? Dalai Lama. Oh. China. Oh, yeah. We can't have Richard Gere in the film. Probably top five all time in rom-coms. Think about the things he was in and how much money he brought in. Yeah. Can't, cannot have Richard yeah. Gere in the film. Nope, that's, there's China again. You want another one? Yes. How about Reverend Al Sharpton? That's right. There's uh, probably in the minds of Americans, Reverend Al said, Joe, let's, uh, Joe Scarborough, Mika, let's see. There's, um, 
is the Dalai Lama, forget the Pope, nah, nah, nah. Al Sharpton, the Rev is coming in. Yes, major religious figure. Joel Osteen. Oh, God, that guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go for the televangelist. And even there, we don't have that big of a field. And Franklin Graham, as much as I think he is a great figure, not as prominent as Billy Graham. Yeah, I don't know that anybody, you know, could meet that standard. Last name I could think of is, what's his name? Uh, Archbishop Timothy Dolan? Because even then, yeah. like, not, not, not everyone knows that guy's name, right? No. no yeah. No. The American Pope. No, I don't think so. He's been on the show, but it hasn't come back, so, you know. All right, uh, phone lines are 855-839-1210. So what do you think of the latest from the Pope, from the Vatican? Uh, the Inquirer doesn't quite know what to make of it, but I'm sure over the next couple of days they'll attack. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pack it in some way, shape, or form, and say, well, why won't they bless it and make it a marriage? That's hateful. No, it's not. That's the line. That's the line that has to be kept. Civil unions, fine. Not this with the church, but a blessing. I think that's different. No All right, that's the uh, golden voice of the Earl of Tacconi. Master of emphasis there, Dan, of hitting on the all the uh, right notes. By the way, that where's that available again? The uh, the uh, what the uh, yeah, so Taconiettes. The, the Earl and the Taconettes, Dom. Taconettes, they are right. available uh, at Dom Show twelve ten on Twitter, along with the vote that we just posted. We have another heavyweight bout. It's the Battle of the Northeast. If you weren't listening before the break, Earl's taking on Bruce in the Northeast for the two thousand twenty three Dom Show Caller of the Year. They're currently in the semifinals, and along with the poll that's up there at Dom Show twelve ten, you can also find. A link to the album, The Dom Show Presents, Earl and the Taconis, A Krasnerland Christmas. I got to do Seven Fishes next year because I see a spot for the Earl of Taconi Can you imagine him performing it live? Oh, I know who we'll have him perform with. Joe Sebelia. Ooh. Yes. Bring him back. The, the master. Old bring back. Uh, yeah. Bring Joe Sebelia back. Maybe some females that could be the Taconettes uh, behind him. All right. Let's go to the Earl of Taconi here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Earl. Well, actually, this is Morgan Freeman. I'd like to thank Dan for making this game fair and taking my name off the list. <laughs> hey, Morgan, how you doing? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm still in Shawshank Penitentiary. six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. But, um, yeah. but yes, uh, I would like to remind people that um, uh, the album will be available. Uh, I, I contacted Woolworths, and it will be on KTEL 8-track and cassette starting January 26th. So. Oh, very nice. A little late there, though. That's a little late, but okay. You're shopping now. <laughs> well, that, that, your that's my marketing now. team. I'm yes. sorry. Kmart. I don't think there's too many left, but that's uh, the Blue Light Special. This is a big one. Actually, I'm at Woolworths. I mean, they've been shut down for much longer. Oh, but, that's um, right. You know what? There's still two Woolworths 
along Pacific Avenue in uh, Wildwood that have been there for like 40, 45 years, and we hear they're going to redo it every year. Hmm. But um, I am working on um, a part two, uh, Christmas, Christmas in Krasner Christmas in World, uh, the crappiest place on earth. And um, I've already said Dan one song already, and uh, I'm working on Baby It's Cold Outside. I've actually been doing that for a couple oh, of years man. trying to get it just right. Our censors are I, on I, alert on that one. Okay. And I did, give Dan a co- I did give Dan a copy of Baby It's Cold Outside from the 60s by Petula Clark and Rod McEwen where they talk about smoking that funny little cigarette where he's giving her a joint in order to get her to stay. Oh, damn, we got to play that. Ooh. Johnny Legend will have a, a fit. I mean, my God. Hey, Earl, just consider Leslie for the female role and throw an aloha or two in there. I think it'll work. I'll do what I can, because I've already sent Dan uh, the uh, the Epstein Island uh, Christmas song. So, um, oh, God. Earl's too productive that for me. Yeah, exactly. So who's your Going person so today, uh, Earl? Um. Sometimes my impression of him uh, melds into a Morgan Freeman, but uh, it's going to be um, Sam Elliott, Yankee yes. Bear, and uh, the mysterious cowboy from uh, The Big Lebowski. Yep, he is a uh, golden voice, without a doubt. And uh, Badron from Parks and Rec. Yes. Uh, John in Northeast Philly. Hey, John. Afternoon. Welcome in. Uh, good afternoon, Dom. Merry Christmas to you and Dan. Well, thank uh, you. Long-time listener. Long-time listener. Uh, not calling too much. I called you a few years back. Um, I'm calling about your talk about the Pope. Yes. Okay. I, I kind of lean in the same direction you do. I never trusted the Jesuits, number one. All right. And number two is uh, I don't care for his politics. Okay. I respect his position. But uh, um, other than that, you know, that's about it. He doesn't seem to follow the same standards as his predecessors, you know. Is this a so, good thing, though, what he's doing here, though? I, I don't see the harm in this, and uh, I see this as a uh, a good gesture to welcome people without caving in on marriage as a sacrament between a man and a woman. Yeah, I don't see it as a harm myself. Uh, I, I'll give you a, a, a quick example of something, not the same, but close. My My mother and father, my father was Catholic, my mother was not. Uh, they were married in the 40s. They could not marry in the church. So they were married in a rectory by a priest. Okay, so um, I would think that something like what we're talking about might occur in the, a rectory, all right, rather, or like you said, yes. a sacristy. But then, yeah. Like the sacristy part of the church, all right? So it might happen in the rectory. And you, you know what? I, to- I uh, commend that priest. That's doing God's work to me. People don't want to be married, and, uh, you know, the official position was has to be both Catholics and all, and doing that in the rectory, that is a sweet spot. Yes, yeah, agree. Anyway, and and then my favorite, did you ask for a favorite singer or just a voice? The voice, uh, speaking or singing. Linda Ronstadt. Ah, that's a golden voice. Absolutely. Thank you. She's the best of my generation anyway. Thank you. Thanks uh, very much. Uh, let's go. I like this one a lot, Dan, because it's quirky and a great voice. I only talked to this guy once. Oh, Linda Ronstadt version. Yeah. Can you picture Linda Ronstadt with Jerry Moonbeam Brown? (laughs) I cannot. I once did an extensive interview. I became, Dan, you asked all these friends and all this. This woman, Peggy Quirk, who was one of a kind, just a name. She was liberal, 
and set up a national. I'm doing a national thing with a giant screen at a movie theater. She said with, she wasn't odd. Just with a thousand <laughs> people interviewing Jerry Brown, who was running for president at that point. Wow, it's pretty wild. I didn't sleep because I was on the overnight. And I had to go and do it at like seven in the morning, so anything could have happened. But yeah, do you think she qualifies her name like that every time she says it? Oh, okay. quirky or Dom? That's yeah. what you'd say. Quirky, yeah. but I'm not odd. I don't know where if she's alive or not, but boy, <laughs> unbelievable listener. Gary in Newtown. Gary, you got a great one today. Fire away. Thank you, thank you, Dom. Uh, great show, guys. Uh, t- uh, going back forty years or so. I got hooked on radio, on talk radio specifically, because I would be the runner for the guys in my crew to go get the lunch because I was the youngest guy. So you collect the lunch money, you go out, you go pick up the order. You're driving in a, in a work truck, and the, I would throw on 1210, and I would hear this guy, and I would make sure that I would make sure that I was in the car by 11:55 because I couldn't wait for this guy to say, "And now you know the rest of the story." Paul yep. Harvey News. Yep. He was phenomenal. Yes, and, uh, and that, beautiful that, voice. That, that but, of course, led me to Rush Limbaugh and yeah. led me here. Well, um, that's quite a trail of the people. that I remember when we got Paul Harvey at WWDB, it was uh, magical, the response. Nobody, I think, captured any more uh, America than Paul Harvey. Can't do better than that. I would have to, uh, uh, have, to have to agree, absolutely. Thank you, Gary. Monsanto, genuine <laughs> wear dated carpet. Now, Paul Harvey News. Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. <laughs> Is New York's Donald Trump running for president? Oh. He bought full page jabs in three East Coast newspapers today, stating his views on foreign policy, and these ads will win him a following. In the ads, he says. There's nothing wrong with American foreign policy that little backbone won't cure. He says, America should stop defending countries that can afford to defend themselves. Oh, man. He says we should make Japan, other such countries, pay for their own defense. Wow. And How much has changed? We have no business spending ourselves broke in the Middle East, protecting ships that are not ours, and oil that we don't need. Now, page uh, when two. was that? When was that, Dan? 1987. Wow. Well, Trump allegedly, uh, Ronald Reagan, they introduced Trump to Reagan and said, this guy's going to be president someday. Reagan wasn't apparently having any of that. But he talked about running for president, Dan, I think before 2000, without a doubt. Wow. Paul Harvey. Yeah. All right. Uh, It is the uh, lightning round next. And I see a couple here. I like Robert of Ben Salem. I don't know if it rises to it or not. We'll see his case. And Paul of Westchester, Dan, here we go. Walk on the wild side. How's it going with uh, Bruce versus Earl? Uh, currently, Earl has 61% of the vote, or Bruce is 39%. Ah, but uh, Bruce has uh, the Martina White district is going to be late this afternoon. <laughs> you can vote at Dom Show 1210. Have some fun. Two great guys. And we've never met Bruce, so we assume he's a great guy based upon everything he's done. At Dom Show 1210, at Dom Show 1210. We're coming up on Talk Radio 1210. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right, it is uh, the lightning round here with Dom Giordano. But, Dan, you got an update out of something really. Your, your news sound very might important. Be I, I might be breaking news. Yes. 
There we go. What happened? Larry Krasner has resigned. Now available on the NJ Transit website and in NJ Transit Shopstop, you can get a plushie of Ricardo the Bull, the bull that took to the tracks and uh, stopped all of transit a couple days ago, NJ Transit. Now they're uh, exploiting it and turning it into a product. So go get yourself a Ricardo the Bull plushie. Uh, right, and Phil Murphy uh, told us he's bullish on New Jersey. Oh, it's so corny. Oh, my God. You can find that right next to the uh, urine-flavored candles that Septa's smelling, or selling. Sorry, a little Freudian slip there. All righty. 855-839-1210. Let's go to Paul of Westchester, see what he has. Golden Voice. Hey, Paul, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey thanks, Dom. And uh, for starters, uh when you're going to start counting them blueberries, make sure it's in your account, Dracula voice. One, two, two, two. okay? <laughs> All right. Well, you know and what? Then, uh, I, I'm going to bring them in what? tomorrow and tape it on the air because uh, shrinkflation, I think the, uh, the blueberry thing is about two blueberries short. And I know, Dan, you can get a cut of that. And then also, <laughs> you promoting uh, Jim need to get an uh, album out with that band set. And I'm no more wilder than me calling a... Uh, a rally at the uh, Capitol. I won't be no more wilder than that. Okay? But then also, <laughs> Dan, right. uh, D-O-M, Dom, you were so disingenuous when you said about uh, school choice. If it wasn't for the teachers' union supporting Democrats, y'all could care less about the school. If you were genuine about that, you would have made it a point to uh, call to get the asbestos out, the public schools, a new book. But because they're uh, union and they uh, represent Democrat. That's why y'all so much in a No, 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 Paul. Now, come on. It's over the years, no, no, over the years, I have been for the very first. And, Paul, why is it yes. the schools are that bad as far as all those conditions? Look at the amount of money we spend every year in taxation. Well, it's you tremendous. Want, now, you asked me a question. Let me answer it because it's been already proven. The numbers don't lie. Where they, uh, the government has been spending less for HBCUs and other uh, uh, institutions due to st- systemic racism. And these are facts, Don. Now, I know your audience might not like well, these, but, but wait, the wait numbers a minute, don't Paul, lie. Are you going to tell us, too? Yeah. Guess who is the one that is recognized for helping historically black colleges the most? That would be President uh, Donald Trump. And Biden just gave $93 million. How much did Trump give? The numbers well, don't lie. Well over that. Uh, well over that. All right, Paul, who is your uh, golden okay, voice? Uh, okay, my golden voice. I was going to go with somebody local, but I figured the guys wouldn't know local. Your audience wouldn't know David Idenbaum. So, however, I'm going to go with Howard Cosell. Ah, that is a very good one. Hello, sports fans. <laughs> Paul with a great call here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHC. Andy Don. All right. Uh, Cosell was apparently drunk throwing up on the boots of Dandy Don. How did Frank Gifford ever get to be in that trip? Bad. All right. Uh, we got to get a couple more people in here. Let's go to, uh, oh, Joe of Exton on Talk Radio 1210. Joe, who do you have today? Uh, yes. Hi, Dom. Hi. The person whose voice captivates me is that of uh, Queen Jean-Pierre. When she speaks, um, her voice contains a, a linear clarity devoid of any uh, accent which might distract. And when she speaks, she speaks in a medium modulation with a range that is neither too high nor too low. Okay. I would recommend as her voice coach, Joe, a voice that distracts because that's her mission in life to distract us from what she's answering. 
Uh, I like your analysis, though. Okay. Joe, do you think you know more French than Karine Jean-Pierre? I think you do. I feel like you're a French <laughs> no. expert. Not a Francophile. No, I'm not a Francophile. I'm an Italian file. Oh, oh no, do you, do you, nice. are you fluent in Italian? Yes. Oh, I, it's, I'm so yeah. unsurprising. Yeah, yeah, Joe, I, just, I give spent, us, just give us a I, little I, Italian. Something. Dan, Dan, I spent six years living in Florence. There you really? go. I remember that. University of That's Florence. right. It'd be when we were going to Italy, he was telling us yes. about that. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Uh, let's Gosh, go to Robert in Ben Salem. Robert, afternoon. Hey, Dom, Dan, it's good to talk to you guys. Real quick, I'm hearing Randy Weingartner talking about divide, divide, divide. Yes. While you have a Democratic mayor having non-white Christmas parties, you have all the mayors of Chicago and San Francisco refusing to talk to white reporters. You have non-white affinity safe groups in colleges, affinity group graduations, but we're the ones that want to divide, divide, divide. I'm sick of these clowns always accusing us of doing exactly what they're doing. And they do it with everything. And I'll leave it at that. But my answer today is going through all the great singers, and there's still a couple more that haven't been taken. I decided to go ahead and go out of the box and join the Lou Dobbs cult. Okay? I think that he makes... Um, financial news, actually bearable to listen to. I get a lot of him personally, and I think he's got some groupies out there that would love to dump their Wally Cox husbands and have Lou Dobbs come in and whisper stock searches into their ear. You guys have a great day. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, stay right there, Robert. There is one, Dan. You don't remember that? Apparently. Yeah. Advanced, you don't remember no, showing don't. up at CNN? Really? I remember. Share. <laughs> For Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't realize that. Yep. Whispering sweet nothings about stocks into the ears. Yeah, imagine Lou Dobbs and Cher. (laughs) No problem. Have a great day, you guys. I wish you were producing, Dan, when uh, I got Cher on the show in the 2004 election, I guess it was, that night. Where are you calling us from, Cher? I'm calling from my Malibu estate. Oh, my God. It's hard to turn back time. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right, Scott in Mount Laurel, who uh, Dan is resting on his laurels, waiting for this match. Is it a two-day match between Bruce and... It's uh, a one-day for Bruce. It was over the weekend, so I put a two-day over Uh, the weekend. One-day match. Tomorrow we'll know the winner when we come on air, and then we'll set up the finale. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to uh, Scott in Mount Laurel. Hey, Scott. Welcome in, and congratulations. Airs a 3-0 pitch to Giordano. Swing a long drive, deep left field. This ball is out of here. A tremendous home run for Dominic Giordano. And the Phillies lead it 3 to nothing in the fifth. Beautifully done. Nice yeah, I, I would say it's, that had an equal bourbon touch and uh, menthol cigarettes in the, in the great voice to start <laughs> and over the years. Sure. And I can't imagine a better Philadelphia duo. Than Harry and Richie Ashburn. That's impossible. Oh, the chemistry was amazing. Hey, can yeah. I ask a quick question to Scott? Yeah. Now that you're in the yes. finals, man, you got a big heavyweight bout tomorrow. Is there any pregame ritual that goes yes. into the Dom Show Caller of the Year contest? Uh, no, not that I think of. I guess just <laughs> making beers. Hopefully, you continue. You know, it's kind of like Sirianni says. It's a process. You keep making good calls, and hopefully people appreciate it, and your process works out in the end. Seems people are appreciating it, Scott. Thank you, Scott. I wouldn't be citing uh, Nick uh, Sirianni on anything <laughs> right now, Dan. I think he's being exposed. I'll see how tonight's game goes, but tomorrow it could be who's an imposter. And uh, he might be one. All that right. might be a good side question regardless. I think that's a... Oh, an imposter. Yeah, okay. I like that. Okay, I'm writing that one down for after. All right, Dan. 
All right, some of the big names, Dom. Uh, John Facenda, Barry White, all-time great Golden yeah. Voices. Paul yeah. Harvey, though, really created a That's lot for us. That's the one I, I really think okay. that created a lot. Yep. That's where I was going to go to. Gary in Newtown goes into the hat. Gary into the hat with that trail from Paul Harvey to Rush Limbaugh to Dom Giordano. What hey. a trail. Wow. That's quite a game. <laughs> That's heavy-duty company. Come on now. All right. Um, get the name right. D-O-M. <laughs> Tonight, the, uh, let's see, the Empire State Building will light up in Burgundy, saluting Cutter. We're saluting a place in Manhattan who has some of the Hamas leaders and protects them. Let's think about that. They're billionaires, too. Richie always next for four big hours Happening right here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Nice. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 